Listener Production. Footy Talk podcast time for your Thursday. Joining me is my good mate, Heath Shaw, as we discuss the big clash kicking off gather round. That is, of course, the Crows and the Blues. We speak to young Port Adelaide gun Xavier Dersma and ask him if you are in Port Adelaide or Adelaide where to go for your gather round celebrations, plus much, much more. This is the Footy Talk podcast. Footy Talk for your Thursday. Joining me today is my good mate, Heath Shaw. Heath, welcome. Thank you, Dale. It's great to see you. It I is enjoy good. this part of the day. <laughs> I haven't seen you for a hot minute. And judging by how you've waltzed in tonight, what did you do last night? Because in front of me is a cup of coffee-looking syrup. Yeah, it's well, it's the normal coffee I have. It's a long black. It's, um, it's very dark. I'm shredding for, shredding for stereo. Um, <laughs> no, I celebrated a friend's birthday last night. And great. Um, my mate, it was actually his, his wife's birthday, and my mate actually just cracked out a bottle of 83 Grange, and I'm like... 1983 Grange. I'm so glad that I came <laughs> over and brought a $50 bottle of champagne and get to drink a, a nice 83 Grange, so I'm happy today. Well done. Very good stuff. Uh, speaking of celebrations, the Festival of Footy, all roads lead to Adelaide this weekend and tonight especially because it is gather round... And the city of Adelaide has come to life. We've now got up to seven of the nine matches as a sellout. I, I like Festival of Footy. I don't like Gather Round, mm. the name. Right. It just doesn't sit with me. I like the Festival of Footy. We should just run with that. And don't worry about this round is Gather Round. This should just be the Festival of Footy Round. Do you think the players and clubs are as excited as the patrons? No. Um, it's a pain in the ass if you're a player, isn't it? It, it certainly is. It's like I think they would get like memories of the hub. They'd be like, they'd be stressing out. They're all, they're all in the same place at the same time. You go to the cafes. There's another 400 million oh. AFL footballs there. You have the small talk, which no one wants. Um, I don't think they'd be as exciting, but I do have an idea for next year. Talk to me. Oh, straight away. Oh, well, yeah. We're right. talking about gather round, so you might as well go with so it. So obviously we're doing this because the NRL do it and it works for them. Yep. So next year, when the NRL do it in Brisbane, whatever round that is, let's just infiltrate Sydney, AFL Festival of Footy, the gather round, whatever it is, in Sydney the same time that they are doing their – So you try ambush marketing sort of oh, – I reckon it's a great idea. So why... everyone will be like, oh, I'm not – not going to the NRL this weekend because it's in Brisbane. Uh, so it's in Queensland. What else can I do? If there's 4 million games, there's enough ovals up there in Sydney of AFL, then you might get a few people on board. Where would the ideal place be? Like just not for logistics purely on football, just for a celebration. Are we going Bali? Are we going to Vegas? California, LA. LA? Yeah, okay. I like that. Logistically, that would be an absolute nightmare. <laughs> Um, Playing there, games on square pitches. Yeah, and there wouldn't be a sellout at all. But um, <laughs> for the players, they would enjoy it, yep. I think. Uh, they might stop by Vegas on the way home as well. Um, but, no, obviously, if you're going to have it anywhere, it would be Melbourne. But we're spreading the love. There's 10 teams here. We get we get that every weekend. Yeah, we go- get the festival footy every weekend, so we need to spread the love. What about the amount of cashies that will be going over? So the Adelaideans will be going absolutely biz- – the Corns family, they will have – just cash being buried everywhere in backyards. Rashudo, Bernie Vince, I saw, was promoting something in Bordertown the other day with mascots. Uh, oh, this is their time to shine. Godra. Yeah, he'll be there. We're trying to get him on the podcast. He said, no, I don't have any spare time. <laughs> Jeez. So he's fully booked four, <laughs> four or five days worth. And I can see how these guys are going to really cash in because every pub wants 
an SA legend to come and just chat for five minutes and everyone will get there and have a few beers and away you go. Looks after itself, pays for itself. Do you remember after we won the grand final? Yes. We did a tour of yeah. the country towns. Country tour. We got in a stretched Hummer. We did. You it wasn't pink. wasn't pink. You, myself, Alan Didak. Yep. Is there anyone else? No, that was that it. That was it. And we toured from Melbourne all the way up to the New South Wales border and back again. We did. It was good fun. <laughs> the the in-between was probably the most fun when we were sleeping in the limo on the way to the next function. But it was a that was a festival of footy. That was a festival of It was a celebration cash. of, of <laughs> it was a celebration of um, cash and a celebration of winning a premiership. So um, some of these pubs thrive on this. They they live for this sort of they stuff. They do. So uh, why wouldn't you? Let's and spread it everywhere. Let's go to Western Australia next year and do the same. Well, and the beauty of where we're going this weekend, of course, is there's a nice little winery region just outside. Mm-hmm. It's if, not too far. And if you go to Western Australia, you've also got the Margaret River as well. Yeah. That's a bit further. Yeah. Helicopters sort of set up, that yeah, is. Yeah, you'd probably or, – or a stretch, pink stretch limo. I'm going over on Sunday. Have you still got your hook up at Rockford? I certainly do. Um, so if you if you want, although I'd say they'd be booked out this weekend because everyone from Melbourne, like there'd be a lot of people from Melbourne going over, and then they might even stay for the extra week because the live golf is the week oh, after. So Adelaide is going off. Uh, we've got Xavier Dersma coming up too, so we're going to get some insight from him as to the best places. We did ask Mark Rusciuto on this very show a few weeks ago. We've got Xavier Dersma coming up in the next break, and we're going to ask him because his captain Tom Jonas has given us some hot spots. I'm not sure how Tom operates on the circuit, but I feel like he might be a bit of a square head. He is a captain, so we'll go to Zave, who will have some cooler spots. Uh, we're talking about all the Adelaideans, and we spoke about the Corns boys, who love to give a spray. The yep. spray is back. Clayton Corn sprays everyone in the media, but in terms, it just gives them a clip. Yeah, we he just saw, gives them a clip. He doesn't really spray them. He just gives them a clip. Well, we saw Adam Kingsley Ooh, yeah. deliver a spray last week, like and it. you love it. I, I do. I actually enjoy that. And I think if you're a senior coach – you have to be a little bit scary. You can't be Mr. Nice Guy. Like when you've do, done something wrong, they say, mate, that, just don't do that again. That doesn't work as if if you do that again, I'll rip your head off. Do you I reckon, think that works a li- little bit better. Do you reckon Craig McRae's got a spray in him? Because he has been the Mr. Nice Guy, mm. I reckon if he delivered a spray, you'd genuinely shit pants because you'd be like, oh, I didn't see that coming. He hasn't needed to spray. So he might be just keeping that up his sleeve for the time. Maybe later this year, if the pies are on a bit of a lull after being up for so long, he might just whip it out and then the boys will be on notice. They're like, well, I don't want that to happen again, so I better try harder. Mick Malthouse gave you a spray ever or was yours more in the Monday morning? I don't know if we've talked about this, but Mick often used to go to Mark Neal, assistant assistant coaches, coaches, and he'd walk straight in and say, right, I don't care what it is, but find me some vision on Shaw and Johnson because I need to give them a spray in this meeting. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, that, I don't remember anything from the game, but you find me something because they're copying a clip. It's it's definitely true. And I think Mick's theory was, even if I didn't play bad or only did like one bad thing for the whole game, he used me and Jono to give us a spray because he knew we'd be able to cop it. And mm. then we want to prove him wrong. So we'd go out there and like, up yours, Mick, we'll, we'll do we'll do better next time. Um, which I didn't mind. After a while, like it does run thin a little <laughs> bit. Like, every week, even when you're winning, it's like find something bad on these guys. But... I do enjoy the fact that Mick walks in, you can tell straight away whether you're, you're going to get a spray or you're not. He walks in with a big smile, tells a couple of jokes, then you know this is going to be a great meeting. Walks in, puts his paper paper down, looks up, get that vision up, then you know you're in trouble. So I believe that is the sign of a really good coach um, because you need to have the, the scared factor. You need to 
the players need to be a little bit scared of you because if you don't have that, as I said, you're cuddling them the whole time. That they'll take the piss. There's two different types of sprays. There's that spray that is the harsh, loud, vocal, straight to the point. Spit on face. We had Jeff Walsh as one of the great uh, footy operators. He got gets the job done. Yep. You found a fair bit of strife in your career. Yep. Yeah, he went the other way. He didn't yell. He went softer and stared at you and the veins poked out and of his neck. forced the words out. And nearly. they came out like this. And that's when you knew you were in trouble. Yeah, it's, <laughs> um, he was very good at that. And I know while she's – one of his tricks he had up his sleeve – even if nothing had happened, no one did anything wrong. Um, the first, say, month when the new draftees roll in, whilst you'll just pick a meeting, some random meeting, and he'll just come in and say, now, like you said, now, listen, I know there was a few of you that went out on the weekend. If I hear you guys have been out on the piss until all hours getting in trouble, I will find out who you are and I will suck you on the spot. <laughs> And this is coming off zero leads, zero information. He just made it purely up, but all the players are like, oh, did I do anything? Just a shot across the bow. Yeah, and it scared them well, straight off the bat. His favourite saying, retribution will be swift and severe, <laughs> which, which made us sit upright in our seats. We love that the spray is back. We do have to talk a little bit of footy. As I said, Xavier Dersman coming up next. But tonight's game kicks mm-hmm. off gather round the Adelaide Crows, who – have surprised the heck out of it. They're a chance. They're a chance coming up against the Blues who've done nothing wrong, although haven't played their best footy but are winning. Yeah, I don't mind that from the Blues, but it gives me the idea and the sense that they are gettable. Mm. And that's why Adelaide on the big show, Thursday night, home state, everything's lining up for a bit of an upset. And last week they were very good Adelaide. The week before, after the first couple of rounds, we were a bit iffy on them. But they've come back and they've come back hard. They're young and they are aggressive and that's what we like to see. I think this is a real statement game for the Blues. If they can go over there, like you said, it's stacked against them in terms of not on their home patch. The crowd's going to be 90% Adelaide, you'd imagine, although there's going to be more travelling because of gather around. The Blues have been going okay, but if they can come out and make a dominant win here. They haven't dominated yet. They haven't they? dominated anyone. But, but if they can come out tonight and make it 30, 40 points. I think we start to take them more seriously. Whereas if they just go out and get a win against the Crows, we go, yeah, they're going okay, but... They're ticking along. And if the Crows win, well, then there's more question marks again. Don't forget, Adelaide was a game last year that the Blues lost late in the season. And if they had won that, they would have cemented their spot in finals. Finals. Yeah, I just think it's it's going to be a cracking game. And as I said, I think Adelaide on show, they've got more to gain than Carlton. Not more to lose, Dale. I've gone around the other way there. I said more to gain. I see what you've done, and yeah. I haven't heard that before because no, usually it's nothing to lose, but they've got more to gain. They've got more to gain. I'm being very positive today. I like the fact that Isaac Rankin, and I've been pumping up for a couple of weeks now, and it's been easy to do because it's it's not anything to do with me. It's all about him. I love what he's doing. He's being good. Everyone was ready to line him up and just chop him down. Too much money, going home, sucking oh, up, all mate, of that. He's getting paid unders at the minute. <laughs> I don't know about unders. But, go um, knock on the door and say, I need a couple of hundred thousand more. Yeah, I'm going pretty well here. Um, he's he's a little bit of the barometer for that. Oh. I love the fact that Tex is still down there. He's your key. He's your old wise head. Um, and then you have, obviously, you've got him in the, the small. And who's the other? you got Rochelle down there. No, nah, Fogarty's the one. Oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> the one. He's like. He's the big dumper. But has he been playing? No, he's been out. But he's he's in. you got Phil Thorpe. you got Tex. And then you got Fogarty, and then you got Rankin. They've got a great balance 
in a forward line, Ooh, what yeah. you need. So um, I like it. And their aggressive movement of the ball helps the forwards out there. I wouldn't know that because I've never been a forward, but I'm assuming that's what helps forwards out. So. Well, you know as a backman, so taking the positivity, when teams move it fast, that's what you don't want as a backman. Yeah, but I just back these these midfielders like who think they're like really, really good kicks, that they're going to stuff it up. I'm just going to mark it. So I do it at local level all the time. So <laughs> it's a little bit different. But, yes, Dale, the quicker they move it, the harder it is for defenders. But I think if you go through the middle, which Adelaide like to do, Nixie's very aggressive with his Ooh. ball movement. Um, do you still call Nixie often when you're out on the piss? Um, you'd, well, the famous th- phone call was was – Round one, his first game. <laughs> against half, Geelong? Against Geelong. It was halfway through the third <laughs> quarter, and I was having a few um, drinks with a couple of the Giants boys, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to ring. I'm going to ring Nixie. Like, he's, mate, he's coaching. He's not going to answer. I go, yeah, but I'll just leave him a voicemail. So I rang. I didn't answer. <laughs> what I was the voicemail? Back. I just said, well done, mate. You've done really well in your first game. Congratulations on your win, even though like they hadn't won. But <laughs> they were like 40 points up. Um, and he – he actually texted me after and said, thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, I saw your your name pop up on the phone halfway through the third quarter and I was wondering what you wanted. You are an absolute <laughs> pest. Uh, a tip and a margin? I've just pumped up Adelaide. But I <laughs> think Carlton are going to win. <laughs> I think Carlton by eight points. I think it'll be really, really close um, game. And hopefully it's just a cracking game. That's the main thing. I think Thursday night, start off the weekend with a, with a big show. I think it will be a cracker. I'm tipping the Blues by 28 points. Xavier Dersma, Port Adelaide Young Gun, up next. This is the Footy Talk podcast, your daily dose of footy news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Joining us on the Footy Talk podcast is Young Gun from the Port Adelaide Footy Club. Heath, get excited for this. Xavier Dersma, Zay, thanks for joining us. Thanks very much for having me on, boys. It's, uh, it's always been a uh, goal of mine to come on the show. So, yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> I love that mine you're too. lying to our face straight off the top. <laughs> uh, you've just come off the track. How are things progressing ahead of your big clash with the Bulldogs Saturday night? Yeah, I think it's it going to be an exciting one. I think Gather Round is uh, obviously going to be really good for footy in general and also good for South Australia and Adelaide as a whole. Um, boys are looking pretty good out there on the track. Actually, we just uh, just train pretty well. So yeah, looking forward to it. Take us through it. Like the the state of Adelaide is on show this Ooh. weekend. So what can we expect? Was there more people at training today? Uh, no, <laughs> there was not. There's not that many people at training well. today. <laughs> yeah, started well. I think that we have an open training tomorrow for our captain's run. So I, I dare say a fair few people will come to that one. Um, but today was a closed one. But um, yeah, Adelaide, obviously, it's a very it's a very cliche. I don't like to use cliches too much, but it is a big country town. Um, it is very easy to get around. There's there's a whole lot of, whole lot of uh, not much going on in terms of the city itself. But I think this is uh, it's perfect as uh, Adelaide itself is going to have a whole lot of uh, people coming in, enjoying footy and uh, and Adelaide itself. It's got a lot to offer. Um, McLaren Vale, um, Ross Valley, yep. Adelaide Hills wine regions. So that's that's what it's famous for, and it certainly certainly does do that very well. Uh, I do love my wines myself. So. Um, yep, they, they do like very well. Seems like he's um, working for Travel SA. <laughs> trying, to do <laughs> trying to get a tour guide here. What, uh, what are your favourite wines? He's a big basket press man from Rockford. Yep, yeah. Uh, some of my favourites, um, one of my teammates, I'm going to shout him out of here, well, ex-teammates, uh, Justin Westhoff, uh, his baby face, he'll blend, is probably my favourite one there. That is uh, from Barossa Valley. So it's a Does it taste blend better because there. it's free? Or... <laughs> 
Uh, that might have a, a little <laughs> bit of an element to it, but it also tastes pretty damn good anyway, I think. <laughs> we were talking and joking about Tourism SA, but we see your captain. He's, yeah. uh, he's promoting and put out a list of things to do uh, for your gather round. Yep. So um, Amalfi Pizzeria, uh, Herringbone Restaurant, Chabot Show, Chinatown Cafe. Now, are these places he actually goes or is he just shouting them out because coming weeks he wants free feeds? <laughs> there might be a bit of both, I think, it's in that element there. The, the, yeah, that's that is uh, that's really good um, from himself there. Just getting in ahead of the uh, ahead of the all. The fact that he's had to put a list together to tell people where to go, it's a bit it's a bit worrying signs for <laughs> South Australia. <laughs> There's nowhere to go there. He hasn't done a list of Sunday night, so I fly in um, doing a game, commentating on the Sunday. Then I'm hanging around to watch the Pies play. Where yep. do I head on a Sunday night? Not so much for Cut. food, but for a good time. Uh, come down to Glenelg, mate. There's uh, there's a place called the Mosley Bar, and that's uh, that's the place to be on a Sunday night, especially uh, with a lot of extra people coming in uh, with with uh, yeah with gather round. I think there'll be a fair few people coming to the uh, to the Mosley Bar. I was actually there last time I was in Where? South Australia. And what's Glenelg spelled backwards, Dale? It's Glenelg. He's correct. <laughs> actually, I've got What'd a fun think? fact for you for South Australia. Oh, here we go. Right. So <laughs> I went strap yourself in here, X man, to a restaurant. Yep, here we go. I stumbled across. A teppanyaki restaurant yeah. in Hyde Park. Right. Hyde Park, that's Sydney, isn't it? No, that's, <laughs> there's, there's that in okay. South Australia as well. It's called Samurai Teppanyaki, right? So we've walked into this door and they've closed the door, locked the door behind us, and I thought I was in trouble. I didn't know where I was. I thought I was going to a restaurant. I could have been at a different establishment. <laughs> they had this golden plaque at the front, and I said, what's that, mate? He said, well, there's only, you can only get this golden plaque if you sell Kobe beef, right? So there's only two places in Australia that sell Kobe beef. They're allowed to sell Kobe beef, and that is one of those is in South Australia. So oh. that is Samurai Teppanyaki in Hyde Park. And you, you'll be a bit flustered when you first walk in, but it was unbelievable. The steak was sensational. Are you an Adam Sandler fan, Zave? I've, I've seen quite a few of his music. You yep. know the end of Billy Madison when he, the blokes awarded zero points and may God have mercy on your soul for wasting our time? I feel like hopefully yes. in post-production we can insert that right about now because that was the biggest load of shit that I've ever heard. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points... And may God have mercy on your soul. We'll get on to footy for a moment. Talk us through last weekend, an incredible game up there at the SCG when Ollie Florent thought he'd won it. And <laughs> a lot all of other sudden, people as well. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the ball fell out of the sky, Lear Lear punches it through and yep. you guys run home with the chocolates. Yeah, Daisy, it was it was certainly uh, it was a whole, bu- whole bunch of emotions, <laughs> to be honest, because I was on the mark there when Ollie kicked it. And uh, and I and I like it, it was a dead straight kick, and I thought like all the crowd and all the swans, all of them, it all jumped up and down. They thought they'd won the race, and I went down with my head in my hands. I thought, oh no, we've just bloody lost. And then and then all of a sudden, like I look up a couple of seconds later, and then all the, all of us, all the port boys, were all celebrating. So I just I couldn't believe what was going on. And so then eventually, a few seconds later, I realised that we must have must have touched it or, or you know spoiled it. So I didn't see it till after the game. That we'd actually, yeah, that Lear had spoiled it, and uh, and we'd we'd won. So 
Yeah, it was it was a whole, whole especially for myself. I had a whole bloody range of motions going on in, in about five seconds. You so. weren't meant to be on Ollie late in that one, were you? Is that why? The uh, like, oh, <laughs> no, we're not pointing well, fingers. No, no, don't answer it. Don't it answer was, it. Uh, yeah, no, de- decline to comment. <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing like set of emotions from all around the ground. Because if you're behind the kicker, you're like, "Yep, that's a goal." Yeah. The yep. guy who actually kicked it, I don't, I don't believe how he didn't realise he was going to fall short. Like you would well, know if you're going to make the distance. But he obviously thought he is a good kick at the footy. Very good kick. He, he had, had 33 30 of them on the, <laughs> on the. Um, he had a fair few. On the of them. Yep. Yeah, but it's it's just amazing that even the guys on the line, like Buddy went up, Mills went up, like they they'd no. won it and they forgot to shepherd it they through. <laughs> um, so yeah, not not often that that happens. He's gone from like, hero to zero quite quickly there. Real early. quick. Real real quick. Um, what about yourself and your footy club? You must be loving the fact that when you're playing good footy, and that's uh, we've seen that a couple of times this year, it's more of your younger guys that are really stepping up. Yourself, uh, Connor, uh, Zachy Butters as well. I know Alira Lee is getting a touch older. He's only 28, but he's probably a young in older considering you guys are so young. But that must be really pleasing, the development of the younger group. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. I mean, there's, there's a fair few people you can also throw into that mix. I mean, on the weekend we had also... You know, Jason Hall Francis and then um, a couple of other guys like Jed, Jed McEntee, um, Jackson Mead. Those boys came in. Dylan Williams came in and played really well off halfback as well. Like, um, it's pretty exciting there, a couple of those guys as well. Um, and I think it's it's really good. It's, it's exciting for everyone, uh, not just you know our, our playing group, but I think also for fans. It um, you know helps them get you know get in get into the club and, and just you know show what we've kind of got. Zach and Connor have been very good now for a long time, so. Uh, you know, they're, they're carrying the club through um, and they're, you know, they'll, they'll be the leaders of, of the club, I think, in the future you know, as, as it goes on. How good is it when, obviously, the, the club and, and especially the coaches under the pump and then you come out and have a win like that, I just, I just want to be in Ken's head when he's walking <laughs> into the press conference after a beautiful win like that and all the, the media around him. How, how is he? Does he change from week to week or is he just the normal Ken? He just goes about his business. He knows what he wants. He's confident in the, the team and, and what, we're, what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's kind of the whole thing we've been trying to um, just kind of keep going throughout the year is we want to just try and stay consistent and not get too high on the highs and not get too low on the lows. We just want to try and stay the consistent in there and really, you know, just keep just keep the flow going. Um, I think that's the that's the actual the best thing that we can kind of do. And I think Ken's been really good at just consistently, you know, focusing on what we can improve on, but also celebrating our wins and celebrating you know, they're little wins as well, just, you know, celebrating stuff that we can do throughout the week. Uh, we, uh, in terms of listening to some of that outside noise, we didn't uh, really listen to too much of it. I think that's probably the, the key <laughs> is trying not to listen to too much of it. But at the same time, you know, we understand that we've got some, we back ourselves and we, I think we, we think we're a good team. About Kenneth, we, Heath and I were talking about sprays and the ability for yes. coaches to give good sprays. <laughs> we obviously it. had a couple of nut job coaches, uh, one of them in particular, Michael Malthouse, delivered some good ones. Has Kenneth got a big spray in him or is he more just your new age, I love you all, you're all doing a great job even when you're going like bustards? Uh, yeah, no, he can certainly give give a good spray. <laughs> yes. I've been I've been on the uh, receiving end of a few of them myself. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, I think you know you have to you have to get a good one every now and then, don't you? I yeah. think it just makes sense. Um, no, Ken's Ken can give one. 
we'll let you go. Thanks very much for joining us. All the best this Saturday night against the Bulldogs. All the best with Gather Round. And we'll see you at the Mosley Bar on Sunday afternoon for a couple of suds. Shouts on us. Beautiful. Thanks very much. Thanks, thanks, Shuri. Thanks, Daisy. I'll, uh, I'll uh, be ready there at uh, about 9 o'clock at Mosley, ready yeah. to go to walk straight through. Thanks very much, Zave. Peter, thank you very much for today. Tomorrow, another huge edition of the Footy Talk podcast. Lee Montagna break down the big game tonight. Plus, he will be joined by Adelaide's favourite son, Big Sauce Jacobs. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. Listener.